You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Mission Matters Live, a program focused on promoting a spirit of mission among the people of God in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Megan Mio. I'm director of the Global Mission Office here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and our engineer this morning is Mike. You're listening to WNDZ 750 AM. Mission Matters airs on the second Wednesday of the month at 8 AM Central. This month, we are blessed to have guests in studio with us. We have Juan Manuel Pineda, a musician and songwriter, who is also an hermano mayor, or older brother, with Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. He is visiting us here in Chicago and sharing his story of growing up at the NPH home in El Salvador. We also have Heather Anderson, who is the Director of Donor Relations with NPH USA, and she works right here in Chicago at the U.S. National Headquarters of NPH. We will learn a little bit more about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos during our conversation, but as an initial introduction, NPH, or Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos, transforms the lives of vulnerable children in Central and South America and the Caribbean, both inside and outside NPH homes, ensuring that they have a safe and nurturing place to live and education, clothing, health care, and a strong family support system. We're definitely going to talk more about family. And so now that we're all ready, you've, you've heard a little bit about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Good morning, Juan Manuel and Heather, and thank you for being with us here today. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you so much for inviting us and to speak about MPH uh, USA and, and MPH, of course, my, my family. Because, you know, uh, for me, uh, MPH is very important for in my life. They give me a lot of opportunities. And now, and I'm so happy to be here and awesome. talk about it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan. We are so blessed to be here. We feel honored to be able to share NPH's mission and, uh, and more importantly, Juan's story as well. Mm-hmm. Of course. And yeah. we will be hearing about your story in the course of our conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. But I wanted to say just another word about NPH and the Archdiocese of Chicago, because you have a unique relationship, given that the headquarters here is in mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I also want to note that parishes and communities in our archdiocese have been supporters of NPH for many years, um, far beyond the work of my office. But in particular, the Global Mission Office has been working with NPH since about 2018 with our summer mission appeals. Um, Representatives of NPH have visited some of our parishes um, many times now. And in fact, just earlier this year in 2023... Um, representatives, and I think yourself, Heather, um, was one of the representatives, visited two of our parishes, uh, Saints Vider and Wenceslas in uh, Irving Park, and St. Oscar Romero in Back of the Yards in Chicago, both parishes. So those of you who are at those parishes might remember those visits. Um, So I hope we can begin our conversation um, talking a little bit uh, with both of you to hear a little of your stories. So Juan Manuel, you're visiting here in Chicago. You've been here maybe about a week or so. Yes, yes. Um, I um, I'm visiting to to here from Chicago for uh, to help the uh, MPAs, and I was visiting someone schools and uh, and yeah. uh, families, and uh, and for me, it's it's very amazing because a lot of I have a lot of memories when I was here for my first time now this is my second time and I'll be, this is only your I'll second visit to Chicago mm-hmm. okay. yeah and, I, and I'm so happy um, I was talking to, to Heather to explain something that when I 
was to, to hear it. I was for her first, uh, my first sign was for uh, group dancing and music. And they invited us to to give a, a little presentation for an MPAs USA. Mm -hmm. And then, and uh, some, uh, I have uh, so many surgeries in here. Mm -hmm. I was uh, uh, for here for three years, I think, so just um, traveling to El Salvador, to Chicago. Back and forth. Mm -hmm, back and forth, yeah, you're right. And um, for me, it's, uh, uh, it's, I love this city. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's because I remember the, when, when I was here, and I, well, I have a lot of memories, and I have a, a lot of friends, too. Mm -hmm. Friends, wonderful, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, and this trip, you've been making the rounds. You've been visiting different yeah. um, communities, yeah. individuals. How, where have you? What have you been doing? Yeah, uh, we have uh, tried to. Um, let mm -hmm. me. Okay. Sure. Um, I have been having a great time. I have been helping the witch. Of Foundation for MPAs USA and sharing my story and my music. We have visited church, a school, mm -hmm. and other non-profit organization for those like me and donors. And yes, I have to been to Chicago before us, um, but now for many years. Yeah, so. it was a, a mm -hmm. while ago the first mm -hmm. time that you came. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I think that you're. It's it, a beautiful gift that you share your story with mm -hmm. us here in Chicago and. I hope that it's a good experience that you're seeing friends again yeah. and, and making these new connections with this yeah. new visit. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. We're going to hear more about your story uh, and how you, you ended up here in Chicago originally mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. just a little bit later in the show. That's just a little <laughs> note for our listeners. Keep listening because yeah. you want to hear about how did he end up in Chicago. <laughs> um, but Heather, welcome to you too. Um, you. As uh, the Director of Donor Relations, I wonder um, you've been involved with this tour that Juan Manuel's been on and helping him uh, get connected to people and share his story and sharing the NPH story. Um, so I wondered if you could say a little bit more about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. What what does this name mean? Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit more about the background of okay. NPH. Excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so NPH stands for Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos, which means our little brothers and sisters. Um, and a little bit of background about MPH. Um, we're going all the way back. Uh, next year will be our 70th anniversary. So we were founded in 1954 by a man called Father William Wasson. So Father Wasson was originally from Arizona, um, but went to Mexico and uh, was in search, soul searching. And while he was in Mexico, he became ordained in Cuernavaca. Um, and was working and, um, you know, serving a little parish and community there. Um, and one day somebody stole from the collection box. Mm -hmm. And so Father Wasson was like, who would steal from the church, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he really felt kind of broken and upset about this. And, you know, so he went to the police and he said, you know what, um, you know, somebody stole from the church and, you know, can we look into this? And they said, oh, yes, we're going to catch the culprit. Mm -hmm. So a couple of days go by, and uh, and they they contact Father Wasson, and they say, oh, "We found the guilty person." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And they said, "Do you want to come down to the station to meet him?" And so Father Wasson said, "Yes, I would like to ask him. You know, this person, why why he did this, and how could he do this to the church?" Mm -hmm. So when Father Wasson arrived, he was greeted by a twelve year old boy by mm -hmm. the name of Carlos. And immediately, Father Wasson knew. Father Wasson said, this boy did not steal to be malicious. Um, this boy needed food. You know, Carlos didn't have a safe home. He didn't have any money for food. He wasn't receiving an education. Um, and so Father Wasson approached the judge and said, you know what? Give me custody of him. Let me teach him right from wrong. Let me provide him with the basic needs. Mm -hmm. um, well, it was 1954. Things were very different back then. They said right. yes. Um, yeah. A week later, they sent him more boys. They thought this was <gasps> such a great idea. And by the end of the year, he had 32 boys in his care. Wow. So NPH was born. Yeah. <laughs> so he started um, just with one child, and it grew and grew. 
Um, and that was 70 years ago next year. Yeah, next year. Which is, I mean, it's grown tremendously since that time. Yeah. And the name, uh, Our Little Brothers and Sisters, mm-hmm. Mitchell's Pequeños, um, this is uh, in reference to scripture passage. Am I right? You are right. Um, it is from Scripture of Matthew twenty five forty, um, and so Father Wasson created the this um, name based on the Bible verse from Matthew, and it says, um, "Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very important passage. In fact, we heard it recently, I think, in, mm-hmm. in one of our recent liturgies on Sunday. Um, our littlest brothers and sisters, this, mm-hmm. this is what we're called to yeah. care for. Yeah. This is truly missionary work, and it's it, founded by a Catholic priest. Yep. Um, I know that it's bigger now than ever before, and yeah. people of all faiths, people of all um, these different parts of the world are welcome. We're going to hear a little bit more about NPH, Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos, in just a moment, but it's time for our first break. Uh, we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Juan Manuel Pineda and Heather Anderson about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Stay tuned. Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. I can't imagine myself going into any other school. Our school fosters growth by being a backbone to our family. My kids are incredibly well-rounded. I see a lot of kindness in them on a daily basis. One of the things I think Catholic schools do well is personalize the learning experience. You can hear joy in the classrooms. I feel that like I'm happy that I am in this kind of school. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artchicago.org slash findaschool. Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program has assisted thousands of single parents who are working to become more self-sufficient through education and employment opportunities. Our experienced case managers accompany participants for up to five years on their journey to identify, address, and break down barriers to improving their quality of life and achieving meaningful goals for themselves and for their families. Professional, compassionate assistance is offered in a safe and trusting environment as participants develop the skills needed to become financially stable and able to support themselves. Every achievement starts with its decision to try. To learn more about Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program, call 847-782-4233 or visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back to Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, Director of the Global Mission Office in the Archdiocese of Chicago. 
And I'm here with Heather Anderson and Juan Manuel Pineda, both of whom are representing the amazing missionary work of Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. We're going to learn a little more about Juan Manuel's story in just a moment. But um, just to get us started again in our next segment, I'd like to ask Heather to remind us about the work of NPH um, and all the different places and where homes are located, centers are located, um, to see really how big this really has become. You, you mentioned in the last segment the starting part with just one child and now then 30 children, and that was 1954. So today, what is NPH So today we're serving children and families in nine different countries in Latin America and the Caribbean. Um, So we have homes in Bolivia, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, Haiti, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, and Peru. Well done. (laughs) Yes. So Father Wasson, he just, you know, he had a vision. And, you know, he would tell people, um, you know, I want to open a new home. And they said, we don't have the money yet, Father Wasson. And he said, don't worry. We will find it. You know, I know when people hear our need, we will find it. And you know what? He did. He always found the money um, and the funds to continue the great work. So basically what we've done is we started out with a residential program, um, and now uh, 70 years later we have grown to be able to support both children living inside our homes Mm -hmm. and children living outside of our homes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have all kinds of community programs. We are making sure that children are receiving education, health care, food, shelter, um, all the basic needs to have a healthy childhood and be able to focus on learning and and, um, you know, getting them, like, education, you know, helps mm-hmm. to break the cycle of poverty. Yeah. And these are children, some of whom will are orphans. They don't have parents or family members that can support them. And many experience terrible traumas in their lives. Yeah. So, you know, we do. We have some, you know, it's all the vulnerable populations. So um, children that don't have, that have lost their parents, um, children that have been abandoned by their parents, uh, also children that have been, you know, living in at-risk situations. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, many years ago, parents would arrive and say, Father Watson, take our children. We don't have the resources. Give them opportunities. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we're able to change that. So now we're, we tell parents mm-hmm. and families, stay together. You have a healthy relationship. You have a safe home. Mm-hmm. They just need a little bit of extra help. So we provide scholarships for these children. We make mm-hmm. sure that they have medical care. You know, they're, um, they are receiving food benefits if they need it. Um, Sometimes it's a stipend. So, you know, every family situation is a little bit different. And uh, we try to just focus on that and what makes them successful. What they really Mm -hmm. need. What they really need. Um, Now, I also understand that there's some values involved in being part of the NPH family. Mm -hmm. And speaking of family, uh, I myself was lucky enough to attend a fundraiser earlier this year and heard the theme this is what family looks like. And that is actually the title of our interview today mm-hmm. because NPH is just such an amazing family yeah. and example of family. So if you'd say a little bit about what family means for NPH and those values. Yeah, definitely. Please. So, you know, our family doesn't look like the traditional family that some think of when they think of family. Our family is this massive global family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have fundraising offices all over the world. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. the fundraising office in the United States is um, the number one source for funding for NPH International that then, mm-hmm. um, you know, distributes the money uh, against, you know, for our nine homes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but we have offices in Canada, we have offices in Italy, we have offices in Europe, and all of them are fundraising together to um, support these children. Mm-hmm. The, you know, family, then it goes beyond that. So that's just our fundraising. But then we have our donors. We have our volunteers. And our donors and our volunteers are what make, you know, family, what make up our family and what are able to help keep our mission going. So we have mm-hmm. the volunteers that give a year of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, also our donors that go and they visit the fa- visit our homes, visit the kids. Mm-hmm. And so family is, you know, this global family that's part of our children that are, live at the home, 
families, you know, our children that live with their families, mm-hmm. um, our donors, our different fundraising offices, and all coming together to make it super special. Mm-hmm. And then for those who do live at NPH Homes, I believe, and maybe beyond that too, yeah. there are these value systems that Father Wason yeah. had instilled, yeah. um, which remind me of what they are. They are um, love, unconditional love, love. Unconditional love, faith, faith. Uh, security, mm-hmm. forgiveness, mm-hmm. Work. and work. Work and yes. responsibility. I work and believe. responsibility. Um, that, like you said, you know, that, that Father Wason's vision was to really help children kind of learn right from wrong and be able to sustain themselves and, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. sharing and learning how to respect one another and to kind of grow up in a, a safe place yeah. allows kids to then become who God wants them to be. Yeah, and become productive citizens. Thing. So, you know, each of the children have chores. So, you mm-hmm. know, and depending on where, you know, what age they are, but they all wash their own clothing. They, you know, have their locker where they put everything, mm-hmm. you know, folded and perfect. And they're always so proud to show you that. Um, you know, washing mm-hmm. dishes, helping cook, you know, taking care of some of the younger children. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's serving in the chapels that are on site, yeah. um, you know, working in the garden, working on the farm. Um, so they all have a chore. Um Every single child, actually, when they finish um, high school, they give a year of service back to the home. And so that's basically to say thank you for everything that they received Mm -hmm. um, from NPH. And so they, you know, they help out around the home. Um, Sometimes it's, again, you know, babysitting the, you know, your younger NPH siblings. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, just helping out around the home with the special needs kids. Um, You know, every... Every child takes on a different role during that year of service. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing yeah. to see um, people keep it going, paying yeah. it forward, <laughs> continuing to, to show that love to the next generation. Now, Juan Manuel, I introduced you earlier as an hermano mayor, an yeah. older mm-hmm. brother, mm-hmm. Um, because you were one of those pequeños yes. uh, at the home in El Salvador. So I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. You know, how did you wind up at NPH? Um, what happened? Okay. Please. Well, uh, let me uh, let me talk about a little bit about from my story. Sure. And um, well, for me, it's sometimes it's very hard to speak about to uh, to my story mm-hmm. because I is uh, because I remember all when I was child when I, you know, but uh, but I'm fine. I'm fine because it is my life. Mm-hmm. It is part into my life, and I and I need to remember the. Because sometimes we don't forget a, a lot. It makes you who you mm-hmm. are today. Yeah, and uh, and for me, uh, when I speak for my story, I'm being more strong, you know, because uh, it's, it's, so you understand a, a lot of situations. It's very different that when I travel to other cities, mm-hmm. and in Salvador we don't have too much uh, benefits for a person like me. Yeah. Uh, you know, is uh, because uh, everything is different. But uh, for me, it's, it's good to speak about to my story. Um, at the age of two, my home caught on fire. Mm. I was sleeping in my bed. Uh, one of the beans fell on my legs, and I was not able to get up. Mm-hmm. The bed and I caught on fire. Mm. I have serious burns on my legs. Mm-hmm. And they could not be saved. Mm-hmm. They had to amputate mm-hmm. my legs uh, at the hip, if you see me. Wow. So I have a skirt for my in my body about to the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for me, I'm a well, I'm a medical because I remember that uh, I don't remember all because I was You're two years young, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, I solve. For me, I have died. And you could have died mm-hmm. easily from died. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that age, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the fire, but I'm alive. Yeah. I live now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, I survived many challenges mm-hmm. in my life uh, when I should not have. Uh, mm-hmm. God wants me here. Mm, you must be mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you did survive. They amputate your legs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you were living at the time with your mother. 
and siblings. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. your mother was taking care of you, and then I'm afraid I <laughs> heard yeah. that another tragedy struck <laughs> yeah, you, no. correct? Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, let me, um, for me, it uh, was uh, uh, hard, yeah. you know, because I was a child. And uh, yeah. after that, about to the accident, uh, I continued to live with my mom, with my sister and brothers. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, for me, what's hard when she died, mm. but let me speak about something like that uh, for my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, my my mother did a good job of taking care of, of me and teaching me. But when I was five years old, she died uh, of uh, ulcer. Mm. Um, mm. Was easy to access access in my country. She could have been. Uh, uh, Treatings with medicines and maybe could have light longer. Yeah, so. it, an ulcer seems like a trivial thing for mm -hmm, someone to mm -hmm. die from, but yeah. there was no access to good medical care yeah. for your family. Mm. When she died, the medicine, now you know that, that everything is changed. They can be a. a uh, so now we have a, a good doctor. But mm. uh, when. At the time. Mm -hmm, at the time, but. So you were very young, five years yeah, old, years. after having already experienced a, mm -hmm. a, the tragedy of the fire and then to yeah. lose your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that's formative. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> huge. Um, so yeah. then your your brothers and sisters cared for you? Yeah. What happened? Uh, yeah. Let, me, let, let me talk. Uh, when um, my older sibling went and tried to take care of me, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, it is, was too hard. Yeah. I was sent into... Uh, government orphanage mm -hmm. and I was there for about five years wow. uh, it is, was a terrible living in situation yeah. thankfully soon after that I was brought to nuestros pequeños hermanos in El Salvador mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I was 19 uh, I was 9 years old sorry mm -hmm. I, know. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was 9 years old when I as a stay in new life uh, yeah. My first nine years, nine years were too difficult, but MPAs alerted me so much. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you to pause there before you speak <laughs> too much more about your okay. life in NPH, because I want our listeners to be looking forward to the next thing. Okay. But so you experienced a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> in those yeah. first nine years of your mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that I think made you somebody who um, could benefit a lot from mm -hmm. living at an NPH home. Yeah. Um, and we're going to hear a little bit more about what that was like living at the NPH home right after this break. It's time for another break. <laughs> So um, we'll be back in just a moment to talk about family and nuestros pequeños hermanos. Don't go away. Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. 
am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it's, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. back to Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, Director of the Global Mission Office here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and you're listening to WNDZ 750 AM. I am here with Juan Manuel Pineda and Heather Anderson, two representatives of Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Juan Manuel is an hermano mayor, or older brother, who lived in the NPH home in El Salvador. And Heather is Director of Donor Relations for NPH here in USA. They have joined us here today in studio to tell us the beautiful and inspiring story of what family looks like for the Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos family. Um, so before the break, we heard sort of the first chapter, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> of the story of Juan Manuel, um, your heartbreaking story. Uh, of your childhood. So I'll just give a quick summary for listeners who are joining us right now. Juan Manuel, living in El Salvador, he lost his legs at the age of two due to a fire in his home. And then you tragically lost your mother as well at five years old after being cared for by siblings and then living in a governmental orphanage of which the experience was very poor you finally made your way to the Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos home in El Salvador at the age of 9, 10, something yeah, nine, in nine, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now uh, you were just beginning to tell us, and I cut you off, so now's <laughs> your chance to tell us Thank what you. was life like at the NPH home when you arrived? Well, um, um, uh, when, um, uh, life was very different at NPH, that mm-hmm. Tios and Tias. Uh, were nice to me, and their other kids were nice to me. MPAs taught me, uh, me how to become uh, independent, nice, and person with good uh, values about most. Yep. Importantly, MPAs taught me about the fee in God. Yeah, and please. God is the most important things mm-hmm. uh, in our life. Uh, at the MPAs, they taught us to be uh, ourselves and to do or best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for me, the, uh, uh, about your, your questions, uh, the, mm-hmm. the family for MPAs, they, yeah. uh, they, they do uh, uh, a good job to try to, you know, is that um, uh, they uh, try to give it a, the, the family we don't have you, because uh, if you know about my story, I don't. Mm, uh, my mother died, but uh, okay. for me, the, when I was come to MPAs, they was my second family, yeah. and, f- and and uh, of course was my best family, yeah. and uh, they gave me all. 
yeah. uh, if you, they give me the opportunity to study and to to too many many things they give me yeah. and now I always say thank you God for this opportunity Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it became a place where you were you belonged. You weren't different than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You were part of this family. You were another yeah. member, another yeah. hermano, yeah. another pequeño, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone else. And so they accepted you and didn't question and give you every opportunity. Is this yeah. truly what a family yeah. does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juan, right. can you share the story of when you first arrived at oh. NPH and how you were welcomed? Well, uh, mm-hmm. for me, it was uh, very interesting. I remember when I was uh, uh, when I came to MPAs, mm-hmm. and one of the kids wasn't friend of me. I don't know if he's correct. Mm-hmm. And he came to me, and he said to me, Don't worry, Juan. You are like me, and you are my brother. And I, uh, and I help you to you oh. and everything you want. For me, it was very well because I was a ki- I was a child, yeah. and when he said me that word for me was very especially. Yeah, you mm-hmm. became uh, close yeah. immediately yeah. to mm-hmm. people that were willing to help yeah. you with whatever you needed yeah, yeah, yeah. when you first arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you also um, grew to love music, and mm-hmm. that became important as well as faith. Uh, yeah. to you during your time at NPH. Mm-hmm. We might yeah. be hearing a little more about that a little yeah. bit later <laughs> in the show as well. But I want us to talk uh, as well about your experience of traveling to Chicago, to the U.S. Oh. Tell us about that, please. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NPH, my talent for music was discovery in NPH of Salvador. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, okay, was discovering NPS of our music program. I was in Korea, uh, in believe with the music group. I found in the music brought me peace and like it too. Uh, the music group I had to change to travel to United States mm-hmm. to help sharing the NPS missions and help the raising funds for NPS brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the musician and dancers we uh, stay with uh, house families, mm-hmm. uh, a host family, uh-huh. <laughs> a house families mm-hmm. during or stay. While um, I was in, in Chicago, mm-hmm. I met doctors because if you, mm-hmm. uh, when I was born, I was born with the cleft palate, a cleft palate, uh, right? Yes. Well, for me, it was hard because when I try eating something sure. or breathe or drinking what's hard for me mm-hmm. when I was child and, uh, yeah. and someone does doctors we have uh, uh, MPS has uh, have sometimes uh, 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 fiestas in mm-hmm. gala mm-hmm. and they invited us to to present to uh, to represent them to El Salvador and and I saw the doctors from Trainers Hospital Trainers. and I remember one of the doctors he come to me and he say Juan I would like to help you you oh. are good smile mm-hmm. if you see me and and they can give me the opportunity to travel to 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 here and they yeah. give me the uh, surgeries in Trainers yeah. Hospital yeah. so wow. if you see me I I I talk to Heather uh, I am a handsome smile now. <laughs> <laughs> you have a wonderful <laughs> smile. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it was yeah. coming to Chicago when you were able to have actual health care to, to deal with the cleft palate. Mm-hmm. Um, and how old you, were you at the time? You said that you came to, sh- to the U.S. Mm-hmm. because of the musical group, was in, right? Mm, I was uh, in 19 oh. years old okay. when I was here Young for adult. the first time. And then I have the surgeries when I was 21 years old. Okay, and then, wow. Mm-hmm. So but it was the music that brought you here. You were performing with the musical group from NPH. Uh, with, you were with the musical group, and that's what brought you to the U.S. to mm-hmm. sing and perform mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. share yeah. the, the good yeah. works, the good news about mm-hmm. what NPH mm-hmm. is doing mm-hmm. with yeah. that group. Um, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you know, the possibilities, the opportunities that can come from Living here, and you said too that you had a host family while mm-hmm. you were here in Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. you still have a relationship with them today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's for me, uh, it's it's remembered all yeah. because I was a long time when I was here. It was in two thousand eleven. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now when I saw her, uh, the family's home, and I was very happy. Oh and I, and and we celebrate uh, uh, my birthday in November 30. And they give me a little party that was I was talking to the uh, beach's father Ron and uh, someone friend Sammy Sammy he's my brother from NPH too mm -hmm. he living in here in Chicago mm. and uh, wow. he's an amazing guy yeah he, he uh, we always talking about to NPAs to from the, the new families we have now right. and um, and I'm happy I'm very I was very happy to see uh, a lot of friends yeah. again. Wonderful memories, right? Yeah, yeah and those all these yeah. wonderful friendships yeah. and family relationships, mm -hmm. not just yeah. friendships, but mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. Now, mm -hmm. I just want to mention, before we go to our last break, <laughs> um, you mentioned Padre Ron, yeah. who people may know as Bishop Ron Hicks. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. uh, was involved with NPH for many years, has been, I don't know, he's probably had a billion titles, right? Mm -hmm. um, but continues to be a big supporter and a, and a friend uh, and yeah. Padre, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for you uh -huh. um, as mm -hmm. well. And so, um, listeners, you know, if you ever want to learn anything about NPH, if you ever want to get Bishop Hicks excited <laughs> and talking, talk about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Mm -hmm. um, he's a wonderful friend and, and minister and leader here, too. So, um, a great connection. So, it is time for our final break, uh -huh. but we'll be back in just a moment to continue our conversation about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Come right back. is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake Counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219.
Welcome back to Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, Director of the Global Mission Office. And I'm here with Heather Anderson and Juan Manuel Pineda, representatives of Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos, or Our Little Brothers and Sisters, a missionary organization that transforms the lives of vulnerable children in Central South America as well as the Caribbean. As we are coming to the end of our conversation, I want to make sure that we discuss um, one big part of Juan Manuel's life, which is music. You're a musician. You're a composer. Um, You've come through many ups and downs in life. Um, And as we said earlier, it's what makes you who you are. It makes you a joyful person, uh, Mm -hmm. a person of service, um, like so many of the pequeños that came out of NPH. You give back. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and I know that music was a part of your experience in NPH. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I was wondering uh, if you can talk a little bit about you're a composer, you write music. Mm-hmm. Um, what inspires you? What do you write about? Well, um, my inspiration wa- has always been my mother oh. and NPH. And I hope I'll be uh, thankful for. Mm everything that God has given me and mm-hmm. says he has given me. Mm, no. Everything that God has yeah. given you, you're grateful. Yeah, yeah, because, I, you know, I always, I, I use um, this word a lot, but uh, because the represent me mm-hmm. is that uh, I never give up, you yeah. know. And neither did God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Would because uh, sometimes we, we, uh, 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 when I, when I have, everybody has a problems yeah. in his life, and then it and me, uh, I always say God gave me the opportunity to continue yeah. to sing and yeah. to play and to uh, to help to somebody if they need a help or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I say, please, God, give me that these opportunities because yeah. we we never know what happened. Uh, I have a lot of friends in El Salvador, yeah. and. Someone friends they always ask me, Juan, why you smile every day? I look at you and you you look happy. Yeah. And I say oh, because I'm happy. Yeah. And I say eh, why you look a uh, 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 strong man? You don't you look bad. You look uh, uh, happy. And, I, and yeah. for me it's, it's good because I know it's hard. It's hard, you know, because sometimes uh, I saw with someone's people uh, has a a different problems, okay. but uh, for me, I I always say thank you to God. Yeah. And right. mm-hmm. Well, and I I would say too. <laughs> I was just saying um, during the break that you're a missionary mm-hmm. by yeah. sharing your story yeah. alone. Yeah. This makes you a missionary in many other ways too. But um, but the joy is yeah. also a very strong characteristic mm-hmm. of a missionary, <laughs> exuding that joy and and the yeah. gratefulness to all the gifts that God has given you and these opportunities to overcome so mm-hmm. much. Um, mm-hmm. Now, speaking of your story and sharing it, um, I have with me right here a copy yeah. of the book that tells your story. Yeah. Um, tell us about this. Well, uh, for me, it was a very uh, a surprise. Uh, it, uh, this is my my book from uh, uh, the music. Uh, so the name is "Music Has Legs." Music has legs, and uh, MPS uses uh, donor. Uh, her name is Merlin Byrne, and my house mom drove about uh, about my life story. Yeah. This book is called it, uh, "Music Has Legs," you know, mm. and we hope to connect readers. To MPAs and help them understand how MPAs changed like, mm-hmm. just like mine. The, yeah, MPAs changes lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was your host mother who, mm-hmm. with this uh, yeah. local author here, mm-hmm. uh, wrote "Music Has Legs." It mm-hmm. tells the story of you, and I think it tells the story of a few other people whose mm-hmm. lives were affected by your own and NPH. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it gets that story a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. And I also want to mention before I forget that you're here again. We mentioned at the top of the show you're mm-hmm. here again in Chicago for the second time, and you're staying with the same host family. Yeah, your host mother is <laughs> yeah. is taking care of you again. Mm-hmm. You're always yeah. part of that family, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Now I don't want us to run out of time because we want to hear one of your songs now, yeah. please, Juan Manuel. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we know that you write your own things, so yeah. we'd love to Thank hear it. You. So, what would you like to perform for us today? Well, I have a uh, 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 
This song is very special for me. I'm the Caleb. This song for God. Mm. Um, this uh, the letter speak about uh, about faith. Uh, you don't about have, faith. Uh, about faith. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is uh, uh, very important because sometimes we don't feel good, mm -hmm. and we always say to God, God, give me the. You know, we have. You know, is is is. Sometimes we have our times hard, and this song is very, very, very especially for me to sing. Okay, please. So. Uh, the name is Yo Te Busco. Yo Te Busco. Yeah, Te Busco. This is the name in Spanish. Beautiful. Beautiful song, um, and it seems to me that this that the music is another way that you are healed and that you do share your story with others. Um, a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Um, so now we've heard a little bit of a Juan Manuel story. He's just one of many, many children who have mm -hmm. been affected by the Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos family, who are a part of that family. Um, and Heather, you mentioned earlier, really, there's a lot of people involved in that family beyond <laughs> those living in the homes or living in these different areas, um, the donors and the, everybody volunteers, everybody's yeah. part of that family as well and have been touched and, and changed by it. So um, with our last few moments, we want to be able to talk about how our listeners can get involved and can be part of the family yeah. as well. So, okay, how can people learn more about NPH? Well, number one, they can go, they can visit our website um, and go to nphusa.org. Um, mm -hmm. On our website, we have all kinds of information. Um, again, if you get involved, you're helping over 8,000 children and families. Um, and so there's many other ways you can, you know, number one, we always ask, please pray for our families. Please pray for our mission. Um, pray for our children. Uh, number two, you can always attend event. 
attend an event, you can host an event, a small mm -hmm. event in your home to share the mission of NPH mm -hmm. uh, with friends, with loved ones, and for yourself to learn a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, you can also visit a home. Oh, so yes. we do lead trips. Um, we just took a trip to NPH El Salvador mm -hmm. uh, in November, and I was able to see Juan while I was there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of my colleagues will travel to Guatemala in February, and then I'll go to Honduras in June. So our website always has uh, different trips available. Um, another way is to volunteer your time. You know, some we're always looking for people to help us with translations. We're always looking for people to help us with admin work, uh, to help us uh, volunteer at events. Yeah, and I, we mentioned at the top, too, that the U.S. headquarters is here in Chicago. Yeah. So yes. those who are listening who are in the area, that's one close by place that yeah. you can we actually volunteer. just moved and we are now calling the civic opera house home oh my goodness yeah it's great, <laughs> great place to be <laughs> yeah. right in the middle of everything too right yeah so people can volunteer yeah. um th this is wonderful um and now is there anything going on right now that people should be aware of before the end of the year perhaps well we don't have any more events um we're this uh, we're ending our time with events um this year with one but people can donate um we're always looking for support for year-end gifts, help us end the year strong for the children. Um, and, you know, gifts of any size are just welcome. Um, we always say that coming together, we are able to, to you know, reach volumes and just, yeah. it's incredible what people coming together does. I mean, look mm -hmm. now, you know, over thousands and thousands and thousands of children, currently 8,000 children. Wow. And um, yeah, being able to, to do that is Touch thanks to our supporters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, I come back to this is what family looks like, too. Yeah. You know, a family, everybody has different gifts. Everybody mm -hmm. brings their energy yeah. and yeah. their, <clears throat> you know, whoever they are to the work of the family. And I know that that's one of the big values in NPH, too, is yeah. service mm -hmm. and sharing and, and helping one another. Yeah. So that extends beyond uh, those living in the homes to yeah. all the donors and volunteers, too. Yes. Wonderful. Well, we have just a minute left, so would you like the final word, Juan Manuel? <laughs> what would you like to say to our listeners? What do you want them to know? Well, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you. Thank you for for having us, and and I was a, it was a pleasure to uh, to show my story yeah. about you. And and uh, and, uh, and please, if you can donor, please do it because you know uh, you can help and you can change. Uh, somewhat light from mm -hmm. uh, and someone's uh, 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 child in El Salvador and uh, Guatemala. Mm -hmm. uh, someone's kids just only want continue to right. be a good life. Yeah. And uh, it, it is real. MPH changed life. Mm -hmm. And and I here for that. You're here to tell people <laughs> mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. It's wonderful. And, and, and again, I, I think I will just say, too, that donations are spread mm -hmm. throughout all the nine homes. They're, they're yeah. children in all those mm -hmm. different places that Heather mentioned earlier. Yes. <laughs> um, and El Salvador is one of those places. Yeah. And there are children in great need. Mm -hmm. So um, hopefully our listeners will look for that. So nphusa.org is that yes. website. So thank you so much for joining us. It thank was you. great to have you here in person. Thank you. It was God a true bless. gift. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, thank you, Juan Manuel, for sharing your story. It's Thank an you. honor and uh, a blessing to us to hear it, and hopefully it is healing to you to share that. And thank you so much for sharing your music. Thank you. And, Heather, thank you for being a connection. Heather and I have been thank working you. together for the last few months working on those Mission Appeal visits in the thank summer. So it's you. good to meet you Thank you for the opportunity. Here. We're so honored to be here. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, I thank you and, and remind our listeners to look for nphusa.org to learn more about Nuestros Pequeños Hermanos. Thank you very much, and remember, always be on mission. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.